Now, whether it's an outing to the cinema or a flick in the living room, films are a great way to spend time together as a family at Christmas. But if children are involved, the choice of title will often be made with them in mind. So Reservoir Dogs might be shelved in favour of Shrek, for instance. And we tend to assume that films aimed at children are less likely to involve frightening themes such as death. But this is not so. A new study in the British Medical Journal has found two and a half times more death in children's cartoons than grown-up films. Khalil Thurloway went to meet the author of the study, James Kirkbride. I'm here in the cinema, thinking about what film to take my seven-year-old nephew to see. There's a festive comedy, there's the rebooted children's classic, the animated animal caper, or the epic fantasy adventure. But which one to choose? I'm not sure he's old enough to see a lot of death yet. You'd think some sort of cartoon would be best, right? Maybe I'd better get some help from psychiatric epidemiologist James Kirkbride. On face value, you'd think a cartoon would be the ideal film to take your nephew to. They are great fun, there's loads of action and adventure... What we've just found in our research is that they're actually also hotbeds of death and murder. That's not something that most people would initially consider. How did you work this out? Well, it all came about when I was talking to uh, the lead author on this paper, Dr Ian Coleman from the University of Ottawa. Ian's got a young family and he was watching loads of cartoons and films with them and he was suddenly struck by how much death there was in these films. We weren't sure whether there was more death or less death, but there seemed like there was a lot there. So we decided to set up an epidemiological investigation using proper epidemiological techniques to see if we could prove this uh, association between children's films versus a comparison sample. How did you choose which films to analyse and which films to compare them to? So we tried to choose the films in a very systematic way. Uh, For the animated children's films, we took the top 45 all-time grossing films, indexed for inflation, so we got your classics in, like Snow White back in 1937. And our comparison group was a group of dramatic films for adults, which were the top two grossing films from each year of release as the same animated film in the year the same animated film was released from. So we ended up with a comparison group of 90 dramatic films for adults uh, and 45 animated films for young people. How did you analyse the death in these films? To do this research, we used an epidemiological technique called survival analysis, where we look to see the length of time before a death occurs in a film. And this is a classic epidemiological technique that you use in uh, understanding things like cancers, and we just applied that same technique to these films. So we had to watch all 135 films. We had to wait until an on-screen death occurred of a main character, one of their friends or relatives, or a nemesis. We noted down who died, the type of death, so murder or, or drowning or mystical death, um, being blown by a ray gun, I think, was one. And then from there, we compared the, the time to death in the animated films for children versus the time to death in the films for adults. Did you just look at one death per movie, or did you look at the whole catalogue of deaths? Because there are some films where it's pretty much a death a minute, and some where there is one big, momentous death. That's a really good question. So as per any survival analysis technique, we were only interested in the occurrence of the first on-screen death. So at that point, the clock stopped, and that's the timing we used to conduct the analysis. Your, your question leads to the fact that actually we don't know the total number of deaths that occurred in the films. So there could have been more death overall occurring in the films for adults, but we were interested in the first occurrence of death in the main characters. What do you think might be the various consequences of this much death in entertainment, especially entertainment aimed at children? Well, it's a really important issue, and it's one we've been thinking about carefully. I mean, the first thing we want to say is that these films are great fun. They're great sources of entertainment for young people, for families getting together over Christmas, and we wouldn't want to change or alter that. What is important to recognise, though, is that there is two and a half times more death in animated films that we've looked at compared to the, the dramatic films for adults. And 
there could be positive and negative aspects of that. In terms of positive impacts, we can think about preparing children for dealing with difficult concepts such as death that they'll have to face at some point in real life. So these films offer a way into that conversation with your child, potentially. Uh, I know that Dr. Coleman has had some great conversations coming out of watching these films with his kids about where's Nemo's mum gone, what's happened to Simba's dad and so forth. And it's potentially one way of preparing your children to to talk about those issues which might otherwise be quite sensitive or, or difficult to do. We don't know about the negative impact on children. Does watching cartoon deaths equate to any kind of real-life trauma? We simply we don't know. But we wouldn't discourage anyone from watching these films. They're wonderful sources of entertainment and they really hopefully can be used in a positive way to start conversations about difficult topics. James Kirkbride speaking with our reporter Khalil Thurloway. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.